0: Roy may be a lot of things, but shy isn't one of them. He never backs down from a good debate. This is the Roy
1: Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.
0: On Twitter at uh, the Roy Green Show. And uh, email Roy at RoyGreenshaw.com. 800-263-2428. Your experiences with chronic pain, maybe opioids, and what's happening with your prescription as far as doctors are concerned. Whatever it is that's affecting you with chronic pain, let's hear about it. Counselor Giorgio Memelidi from the City of Toronto is calling in. It's been a while since we've talked. Counselor, how are you?
2: Roy, uh, we haven't talked for a while. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. And, uh... I do listen, though, even though uh, I'm not on. I always listen to your show.
0: Thank you. And you listen on AM640 in Toronto.
2: I do. Yes, I do.
0: So uh, what's your perspective on this issue?
2: Well, right, there, you know, my perspective is uh, there's, there's, there's two sets of pushers, illegal drug pushers and legal drug pushers. Doctors have uh, legally prescribed uh, prescriptions to patients, patients that now are addicted to uh, the drug. Uh, And the government has cut uh, those drugs off of uh, the legal market. Now we've got the the addicts of that prescription drug going to buy it on on the streets from the illegal pushers. Uh, And it's becoming quite dangerous. And government's way to resolve this is to create what they're calling supervised injection sites. Uh, what we're doing is basically uh, putting our hands up in the air and saying, we've, uh, w- we know we've made this, uh, this drastic error with the doctors. We know what's going on, and we know that they're now buying it on the streets and putting harm to themselves. Uh, and we're going to take it one step further and create harm to the community around these safe injection sites now as well. We're dealing with it the wrong way. Uh, we've got to recognize the issue, and I, I think you're right in, 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 in saying to every single minister of every province and the federal government that you need to come back to the table and make it safer for people.
0: At the same time, Councillor, I'm going to disagree with you as far as doctors being the cause. You have people with chronic pain, and chronic pain that ends any functionality in their lives. So what is available to counter that? What's what's available to make life manageable? It's opioids, they're medications, and I would expect the doctor to step up and provide the patient with the opioids. The doctor should then also follow up and find out whether or not we have a, an addiction problem uh, arising. But, you know, doctors are under huge pressure. They're running massive patient loads, or as much as they can, sometimes as much as the province will allow. Uh, and they don't have the time to be, uh, to be uh, monitoring a person's life away from from the office.
2: So now we're in a situation where... No, but it,
0: you, but you, still have, you still have to give the patient what what he or she requires to manage well, the pain. You, you What's happening what? now is that that's going to be... that. You and I know this. We're going to have federal and provincial governments and politicians who will be reducing what a patient can have, and that will raise hell, and that will drive people to the street corner pusher, and that will drive some people to suicide, and that's going to be a bigger problem yeah. than we can even imagine, Counselor.
2: Yeah, and I think it's easier, quite frankly, to to manage it through a doctor's office than it is uh, on the street. That's what the doctor's Certainly, office is oh, for, right? But uh, but now the, or, you've got to get the federal and the province, the federal uh, government and the provinces, on board with uh, releasing this again, so that doctors are able to to prescribe it. Now, uh, Roy, I'm not, you know, we're not going to. I don't want to get into the debate about. Uh, obviously, about how we got to where work got from. but we can we can get into prescription drugs and how doctors have have just, uh, in my opinion, at least some of them have willy-nilly just kind of handed up prescriptions based on uh, how they were sold to the to the doctors themselves and you know the free trips and the free television. Uh, I, 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 you know stuff.
0: what? you know right. what, counsellor, I think some of that is just urban myth.
2: Oh, I don't think so.
0: I think no, I some don't. of it is urban myth because doctors uh, see the patient who has the chronic pain, and the doctor says, "What can I do to help?" And I, what's I, the I, only thing that might be know. available is the opioid.
2: I don't know. I've spoken to a lot of salespeople out there in the industry, and yeah. they kind of feel the same way I do. I, it's another show for another day. No, but
0: what would you but give right them? Now, what would you give the pain patient um, to uh, to substitute for opioids?
2: I, I, I don't I'm not a doctor so I, w- I wouldn't be able to tell you what to give them right now, they've already been given them uh, given that particular uh, uh, drug and 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 their body needs it and they're used to it and they are addicts whether or not we want to admit it or not. They're addicted to the prescription drug.
0: but how do you know that? The
2: question, because because we just need to talk to the addicts themselves and they'll tell you that, that if you talk addiction. to
0: if you talk to the patients and I've done it and I'll be doing it again in a couple of minutes the word addiction never comes up the word of of livability of having some quality of life return to them comes up it's a medication to provide relief that's what medication does it you provides relief i, I agree with you about the safe point. injection sites by the way i'm no big fan
1: well
2: i'm i'm doing a, a bit of work on my own here in toronto i'm going up to vancouver soon to to get to know a little bit more about this, this this crisis that seems to be going on, and it it all points to this, Roy. It all points to the uh, the the crisis that people are talking about is directly associated to the to the issue of opioids and how how the governments have have uh, have stopped them from from flowing out through the doctor's office and the pharmacy. Yeah, so yeah. and now people are going onto the streets to get yeah. them, and that's and that's the difficulty. The that is
0: really office. scary. That is right? really so, scary
2: so we've got to figure out how the government can come back to the equation and and make it safer for people. I Counselor,
0: the- Counselor, get the government the hell out of the way and let the doctors make the decision about what the patients require.
2: The, it is the government that has that interfered, and it's the government that does need to stay away. And let the
0: reason our health care system is in a mess is because it's been a political football for decades.
2: I would, I would, I would love to... To know that we we're we're not heading in the wrong direction with these safe injection sites, but I think I think the government has pushed people yeah. onto the streets with this. Yeah. And
0: councillor, I, I appreciate I appreciate your call. Will you give me a call when you're out in Vancouver and you're looking at the safe injection sites?
2: Oh, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'd I'm, like I'm to talk to you. i out on the on the 26th actually. Well, let's
0: let's talk on the air about that, okay?
2: Okay, Roy. Hello. All right, Counselor. Thanks
0: for the time. Thanks, thanks for the call. Bye-bye. Counselor Giorgio Mammoliti from Toronto. 800-263-2428. We're on air on uh, AM640 in Toronto, one of our chorus radio stations. Very proud of them. Great radio station. Super talent. Uh, Trevor is... Where are you, Trevor? doesn't say where you are.
1: Hello. Uh, well, I'm in Alberta. Okay. I'm in Edmonton, but I'm kind of away from home because my home burnt down. And anyway, are you still listening, Roy? I'm here okay well um my house burned down all my possessions last friday this is a rural residence my eyes were sealed shut from all the poisons and toxins and uh, when i arrived in edmonton i went to the hospital to have them something, do something about it well the, the nurse wouldn't even let me get past uh, past go. she accused me of asking for painkillers when i don't need them She accused me of faking my injury she refused to help me i talked to security they wouldn't help me. I tried to make a, a complaint with patient relations. That got me nowhere. I basically got sent out in the cold to fend for myself. Without Even my wallet, my, my money, and my glasses were all burnt. I had nothing. And they sent me out in the cold because it's such a pain, pain for them to give a little piece of painkiller for a guy who's in agony. Nightmare. Yeah.
0: Nightmare. So your house burns down, your eyes are sealed shut, you go to the emergency room, and the emergency room staff there says you're just trying to score some opioids.
1: Yeah, for a happy afternoon or something.
0: I don't know. Trevor, that is as bad as it, almost as bad as it can get.
1: I tell you, and and try and get some restitution or at least some recognition that it happened, and that's just as bad.
0: On a scale of 1 to 10, because this is what the medical profession likes to do, they like to ask you, What's your pain on a scale of one to ten? ten, What's the number? What would the number have been when it was at its worst when you were at the hospital?
1: In reality, I'd say 8.5, but I tell you what, they're only going to give you a medication for 6.3 if you tell them that. So you tell them 10, 10, 10.
0: What, What did they end up giving you? Nothing?
1: Nothing. Not even a handshake out the back door. Goodbye.
0: And when you got back in, that's awful. When you got back in touch with the hospital management, what do they say?
1: Uh, well, I, I came back a few days later, and, a, and another doctor saw me. He treated my eyes. Uh, but but he, like I, he said, he's a law, he's a doctor, not a lawyer. What can he do? What the front desk did is their problem. So I complained. Uh, I actually got the uh, the complaint department from my, the small town where I normally reside. Not the one, Even though I explicitly said it was the Royal Alexandria Hospital in Edmonton, I didn't even get to talk to somebody who represents the region. How
0: long ago was this?
1: Well, the house burned down last Friday, so not the Friday. Oh. That you know, I've got nothing and I couldn't even get, you know, I couldn't think straight for three days because my eyes were in so much pain and sealed shut the boot.
0: Do you have a family doctor?
1: Yeah, but uh, it was the weekend.
0: Jeez, what a system, huh?
1: No kids. And
0: what emergency rooms are there for is to assess an issue and assess the problem if you've just had your house burned down and you've been physically uh, compromised by what's happened? whether it's you know whether you've been burned or whether you've got smoke inhalation their responsibility is to take care of you and alleviate your problems
1: Amen to that brother
0: I'm sorry to hear this man
1: Oh well I uh, I guess all I can do is keep on slugging and hopefully I can get a punch
0: Have you seen your doctor over the last week during the week
1: Well it got better and can you imagine there's other things on your agenda when you're hosting and all your Yeah, yeah I know are gone. I
0: know I know we had that happen 5 years ago
1: Yeah so I don't know. I'm not too pleased with. And it, normally getting painkillers is like uh, pulling teeth. And I don't have a problem. You can look at my record. Uh, I ask for a painkiller when I come in, and it's obvious I'm in pain.
0: What's your pain now?
1: Uh, not bad. I have trouble with my lungs because I breathed in a lot of toxins, but yeah. eyes are are back to normal. Yeah, um, but I, at I the time, but but, killer the, killer. but at
0: the time you needed help and it wasn't given to you.
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I like I don't need a painkiller right now. I'm not going to go in there and say give me give me some opium because I'm depressed or something. Yeah.
0: Hey, Trevor, thank you for the call. No we need problem. to hear the. We need to hear these things. Good luck with the house, uh, boy. Good luck with the insurance companies. Some of them are really good. Some of them make your life very difficult as you uh, as you try to reassemble things. You're going to be filling out forms and forms and forms and forms and forms, and then a thousand more forms.
1: Well, one thing at a time,
0: right? One right. step at a time, my friend. One step at a time.
1: Okay, keep on. That's how you just
0: take it one day at a time, Trevor.
1: Okay, keep on. Flight. All the
0: best, man. Bye bye. Right. We'll come back with more
2: calls. Stay with us.